I'm saying the Chargers are going to be in the Super Bowl next year. Justin Herbert getting an MVP award in his third season in the NFL would not be a shock to me. So. Welcome back to Roughing the Basket. I'm your host, Noah Byrne, accompanied, as always, by my co-host, Brandon Carr. Hey, Carr, how's uh, Massachusetts going these days, man? Massachusetts, right now, it's a little cold. It's rainy. It's supposed to snow out Friday. So, you know, that's typical Massachusetts weather. Probably a lot different than the Colombian weather going on right now, though. Pretty warm, probably, right? Dude, I feel like I can't even, like, perceive the thought of snow right now. It's, like, 95 <laughs> out here. I'm, like, sweating, man. I'm, like, dripping sweat right now. Kind of gross. Really different. Like, right now I'm wearing yeah. a hoodie because it's, like, cold out and it's raining. So, it's I don't know if the sweat is, like, due to the fact that it's hot or due to the fact that I'm nervous about presenting this list of top 10 quarterbacks that are in the NFL currently right now, man. Right. You know, so, so me and Brandon – we have compiled a list of top 10 quarterbacks based on current talent this season. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're going to get right to it. And uh, I feel like some of these were kind of going to be out of order. I guess you want to start at number one or do you want to go from, from 10 to one? Let's go from 10 to one. You know, you want right, to, yeah, right. we're bringing something different for you guys this week. You know, not like a typical, you know, breaking down the news, but more so just a chill episode talking about our top 10 quarterbacks. I'm excited to get into it. All right, let's go for it, Brandon. What is your 10th spot? All right. I had some honorable mentions because this the 10th spot for me was super hard to pick a quarterback, but I went with this guy just because I felt like his season has been really good despite kind of like the adversity that he's faced. So I was between Carson Wentz, Kirk Cousins, and Derek Carr for my 10th spot. I went with Derek Carr. Now, now Derek Carr, his I just feel like that the adversity that he's had to face. I mean, the Raiders just had another off the field issue with probably their best rookie who's had, I think the best cornerback rookie season of the entire year, Nate Hobbs. And it just feels like that there's been constant adversity going on with this Raiders team. You know, John Gruden, obviously quitting the team. You had the Henry Ruggs incident. You had this incident. Darren Waller's basically missed half of the season. So Derek Carr has been kind of forced to, you know, go to guys like Hunter Renfro, uh, Zay Jones, uh, Brian Edwards, like Foster Moreau, and Josh Jacobs, like guys like that, right? And, you know, his touchdown to interception ratio isn't crazy, but Derek Carr is still fourth in the NFL in passing yards. He's second in completion percentage. Um, in terms of like his advanced statistics, he ranks 10th in DVOA. Um, his EPA in completion um, percentage over expected is 12th. Um, and he's been able to manage the Raiders to nine wins. And this weekend, they play for a playoff spot against the Chargers, which I just think it's crazy. Um, I've always thought Derek Carr is a pretty underrated quarterback, and I never thought that the Raiders should move on from him. Um, I've always thought that he was better than average, um, in my opinion. So I thought based off this season and like the adversity, and then comparing, like, Carson Wentz's touchdown to interception ratio has been really good this season, obviously, compared to last year. And Kirk Cousins has had a very good season. But the advanced statistics, I mean, Derek Carr kind of trumps them in that. And then you have 
just kind of like the um the help aspect with it too like I think Derek Carr just has less help than than Carson Wentz and Kirk Cousins like Carson Wentz has been relying on Jonathan Taylor and a really good offensive line Kirk Cousins has one of the best wide receivers in the game and Justin Jefferson and a really good one in Adam Thielen and you know has had a really good running game with Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison's filled in very nicely um you know with Cook being out at times this season so I just felt like Derek Carr just deserved a spot on this list. It was really hard. Like I was debating like between those three guys, even Russell Wilson, to an extent, I didn't put Russell Wilson just because this season he's been injured. But I mean, if he had played this entire season, I think Russell Wilson probably would have been on this list. No doubt. But it was really tough for me. I went with Derek Carr just because his advanced statistics are there. And you just look at the adversity he's had to overcome. I feel like that, he's been able to do it. And Derek Carr, even if you look at like some of the other numbers, like he's been in terms of like game winning drives, I believe he's taught. He's yeah. He's second in the NFL in game winning drives um, and fourth quarter comebacks. He's in the top of the NFL in that he's fifth uh, or in tied for uh, third actually. Um, So, you know, Derek Carr has come back and won games this season. We've seen that he's had some big wins and just, again, all the adversity, like I keep saying that, but like if a quarterback can overcome that type of adversity and still have his team in a position to make the playoffs, like that just shows a lot of guts to me. And, you know, I really tip my cap to Zara Carr. And I just feel like that based off all that alone, I feel like he should be at the 10 spot for me. That's definitely fair because although I haven't criticized him on this show, I feel like for people that are big Derek Carr defenders at this point in time, I've brought up the fact that over like the last nine games, I think he has like 11, 11 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. It's something like that. But I know that when I looked at the advanced statistics, when I looked at all those things like QBR, stuff like that, he's always in the top 10. Yeah. Or he's like hovering around 10. And because of that, I definitely understand your position on him. But for me, I put Kirk Cousins. I understand that he's not in a playoff spot and the Vikings have struggled mightily this season. But I don't think that's anything that one can contribute to Kirk Cousins. I mean, when you look at his statistics, he has, I believe, 30 touchdowns and he has less than 10 interceptions. So with that being said, I mean, I think he's he's done basically everything he can do to have the Vikings win. And I don't really know what the answer is for the Vikings or why they haven't been winning, to be honest, because, I mean, their defense isn't absolutely atrocious and their offense is overall pretty good and they have a lot of pieces, but they just haven't been able to get it done in the games where they need to win AKA against the Lions. So, um, you know, so they haven't been able to win games like that, but I definitely understand where you're coming from. But for me, I put Kirk cousins at number 10 and Derek Carr is definitely, definitely somewhere in the next few it's spots so for me, close. definitely an honorable spot. It's so close. And like, even like talent wise, I feel like they're very similar. You know, I get that point, though. Like, at a point this season, like, if you looked at his touchdown-interception ratio, Kirk Cousins was really good. But I think he's kind of uh, died down a little bit in terms of his numbers. But he's still a really good NFL quarterback, and I would put him in that Derek Carr tier for sure. So I don't hate that, and I don't completely put the blame on him for the Vikings' losses. But, yeah, it's it was tough. Like, that 10th spot for me was probably the hardest – you know, decision I've had to make because it was between him, it was between Derek Carr, and it was between Kirk um, and Carson Wentz. Like, those were like my guys, like that I would have considered there. But I went with Derek Carr. It was tough though. Yeah, it was definitely hard for me too. There were some other guys I had in mind. I mean, 
I, I didn't want to put Russell Wilson on this list just because, you know, he's missed some games and overall that team hasn't been playing very well at all this season. But I mean, when you still look at the touchdown to interception ratio, like he's been pretty good, but I definitely don't think it warrants the top 10 spot, at least for this season. Anyways, moving on to number nine, I have Kyler Murray. So maybe this might seem a little bit low to some people. Maybe this is seem the right around the right spot to some other people, but to me, you know, probably during the first seven, eight, 10 weeks of the season, I probably would have had him in the top five. I mean, he was killing it, but lately he's kind of dropped off. He had like two straight games where he had like zero touchdowns and at least like two interceptions. Uh, you know, he hasn't been playing that hot lately. He's been uh, kind of struggling. And I think, you know, the, the quarterbacks that are in this top five range for me are all guys who have, when they had a bad game, they bounce back the next game. And, I can't really say that about Kyler Murray at this point. I still think he's a phenomenal quarterback, extremely entertaining to watch, and, uh, you know, great quarterback overall. So I have no complaints with Kyler Murray, but I just don't think that I can justify putting him above the nine spot right now. So I have, I have him a little bit higher. I actually have him at six over some other quarterbacks. I mean, I get where you're coming from. His season's kind of been, you know, up and down. Uh, you know, first half of the season, he's been really good. He's kind of struggled a little bit here and there. But, you know, I still think that he's had a really good season regardless. I think his completion percentage is, like, in the top three in the NFL. Um, you know, his the value that he brings to his team is, like, you know, obviously really high. I mean, the Cardinals did win some games with Colt McCoy, but still, like, Kyler Murray is an electric type of talent um his arm talents there you know he's had to deal with deandre hopkins missing time this season not being you know healthy at all um and i just think that kyler murray has been pretty good this season still i don't hate that there was just some quarterbacks that i felt like that could have been behind him so i have dak prescott at nine um dak prescott you know even with him too kind of like in that same tier as kyler murray like dak prescott has had some you know, up and down games this season too. But I think Dak, you know, he's eighth in passing touchdowns, ninth in touchdown percentage. You look at the advanced statistics, Dak is kind of middle in the pack in EPA, EPA and plus completion percentage over expected. Uh, Dak's at eighth in passing yards. His QBR is only 17th too. So not great, but I think Dak Prescott, you know, the, the coming off of that injury, you know, it's an injury that you wouldn't expect like a lot of people to come back from healthy. Like it was a serious injury, but you know, he's gotten Dallas to 10 wins. They've won the NFC East. Like, you know, you got to give him that, but I mean, Dak Prescott, you know, overall, I think has had a good season and I think he's better than some of the, those other quarterbacks that I mentioned, like Kirk, like Carson Wentz, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr. Like I would say Dak Prescott is the better quarterback than those guys. So to me, I put him at nine. It was kind of close. I was debating on moving him up a little bit, but I felt like nine for Dak Prescott was probably where he should be. And I do think he's a top 10 quarterback in football. Like, you know, there's a reason why he got paid all that money. And I just feel like that he provides the most value to the Cowboys out of any other player they have on their team. And they're a good team. So I'm going to go with Dak Prescott at nine. Yeah, there's definitely a reason why last season when he went down, the whole the whole team just spiraled down, spiraled out of control and completely fell apart. So I think he definitely warrants a spot on this list. I have him. I have him up a few spots. I'm not going to reveal where yet. But who do you have at number eight? Number eight for me is someone that's been really hot as of late, And that's Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, he's look, this season has been a 
unbelievable season for the Cincinnati Bengals. I praise the Bengals on the show. Seems like almost every week, like he's been the catalyst of that. And you even saw it last year, like the Bengals were a competent team really before he got injured. And then they really took a down spiral. Like he's been, he's been really good this season. Uh, the last two games he's thrown like almost a thousand yards, um, 525 yards, I think in that game against the Ravens and like over 400 in this Kansas city game. And that said to me a lot, like winning that game against that team against the chiefs, like it shows that you're a legit team and they're just, they're a really fun team to watch. And with the Bengals just, you know, they won the AFC North. I mean, nobody expected that to happen, but even if you look at the advanced statistics, Burrow, he's second in the NFL in expected points um, and completion percentage over expected. He's seventh in EPA. Uh, he's first in completion percentage while having a high, you know, uh, air yards per attempt. He's third in touchdown percentage. And like, it's just, it's crazy. Like fifth in passing yards. He's 11th in QBR, seventh in passing touchdowns. And fun fact, Joe Burrow has been sacked the most in the NFL this season. And that's like, more than any other quarterback. Like, he's been stacked 51 times. So he's been having to deal with kind of a subpar offensive line while having these really good numbers and kind of proving a lot of people wrong getting to this point. I just think that Joe Burrow should, you know, be on this list. And it was hard. Like, I really debated him and Dak Prescott. I think Dak Prescott has a, a bigger body of work, but I think Joe Burrow this season has had a better year. So that's where I drew the line. and. I'm going to go with Joe Burrow here at eight on my list. So for number eight, for me, I put Matthew Stafford. So again, this might seem a little bit off to some people. My logic behind this is that I've seen him throw some really amazing passes this year, but I've also seen him throw some treacherous passes where I'm like, man, what are you doing? Yep. And against some kind of suspect opponents too. I mean, last week he struggled mightily, you know, threw one touchdown, three interceptions. And a lot of these interceptions have back all the way for pick sixes. Uh, interesting statistic I've found is that he's thrown four pick sixes this season. Jared Goff threw four his entire time as a Ram. So that kind of puts it in perspective. Now that's not taking away anything from Stafford. I still think he is a great quarterback and there is definitely a discussion that he could be in the top five or even the top four. But uh, I think for me this season, I still think there's seven quarterbacks that are above him. Yeah. And one of them, one of them is Dak Prescott. I'll, I'll just say that now. Dak Prescott is seven on my list. So we'll, we'll oh, see. Yeah. That. Matthew Stafford's actually seventh on my list. So he was actually the next pick for me. Um, and yeah, I agree. Like, you know, he's kind of been up and down this season as well. But I mean, he's second in the NFL in passing touchdowns, second in yards, second in wins, sixth in, in EPA, 10th in EPA plus completion percentage over expected. Like Matthew Stafford, Granted, you know, there's been some bad games, but Matthew Stafford's also had some really good games. And I think you've seen the Rams offense really take a step forward, obviously, with Stafford at the helm rather than Jerry Goff. But I think Matthew Stafford's done excellent. Um, he's been in the MVP conversation a little bit. I don't think he's going to win it, obviously, now. But, you know, there were times where he was leading that pack. But I think Matthew Stafford should be on this list. It's hard. You know, it's hard ranking these quarterbacks. But I went with seventh just because. I felt like that his overall body of work was really good. His team's really good. Um, he's gotten them to, you know, some big wins, you know, in his uh, in his Rams career so far. So I went with Matthew Stafford at seventh. Um, I definitely don't hate where you have him, though. Like, I, I feel like we're pretty much 
me and you are pretty much at like the same, you know, uh, same thing with Matthew Stafford in terms of where we rank them. Yeah, yeah. you said Stafford's your seven. Yep. So who do you got a six? Right. And I said this. So I, so I said Kyler Murray was my six. And like, you know, I like I was saying earlier, like Kyler Murray, I just think, you know, his season, he's been dealing with injuries, obviously. And we've kind of seen that with him in the second half of the seasons where you see the, the fall of the Cardinals. But I think think also it has to do with Kyler Murray being injured. But again, big win against the Cowboys. That was a huge one um, this past Sunday. But I think Kyler Murray, look, you know, his season, I think if you look at the statistics, hasn't been as great as some of these other quarterbacks, but I don't, I wouldn't like drop him down, you know, significantly because of it. I think injuries definitely play a part of it. Losing your best wide receiver plays a part of it. Um, And yeah, I mean, I think Kyler Murray has been good this season. Obviously the first half of the season was spectacular. You know, he could have won the MVP award, but I think, you know, I don't I, – I would have him around that top five. I wouldn't put him there because I think the top five for me is kind of set, but I think he's right around that range in my opinion. So I would have him at six. Yeah, I think that if there was like a, a level for quarterbacks in terms of like being entertaining, I definitely think he'd be in the top three. I mean, I, I personally love watching Kyler Murray. And, uh, I mean, there's a few guys on there. Like uh, Justin Herbert's another guy I love watching, but yeah. we'll get to him in a little bit. But – for me, the sixth quarterback, sixth best quarterback in the league this season has been Josh Allen. Ooh. And, uh, you know, just some some stats. I mean, obviously phenomenal this season. Uh, I believe he has 34 touchdowns throwing and 15 interceptions, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, he's also the fifth fastest quarterback to 100 career touchdowns. And that's saying something about his recent seasons because his first season was pretty horrific. I mean, he had 10 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, and – he showed his potential, but he only completed about 51, 52% of his passes that year. So he's definitely turned it around big time over the last few years. So seeing that has been, it's been fun to watch. He's been so good at getting these rushing touchdowns as well. Over the first three years in his career, he had, uh, I believe, eight or more touchdowns rushing throughout, you know, the first first three seasons of his career. And, and um, so with that being said, I mean, he only needed 47 games to hit 100 career touchdowns. And uh, another stat is that, so he is one of four players in NFL history, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, and Peyton Manning are the others, to have multiple four touchdowns, one rushing touchdown, and 300 passing yard games in their career, which that kind of surprised me. It kind of took me by, uh, by a shock, to be honest. But, I mean, when you're in that category with any of those three quarterbacks in something, usually it's going to be a good sign that you're doing the right thing. So, I am a big uh, Josh Allen fan. I do appreciate the work that he's done for the Bills, and I don't think they would be where they are right now if they had anybody else, their starting quarterback. I mean, they took a big risk paying him the money that they did last offseason when they only saw really one very successful season that he had, and then they they took that leave of faith, giving him that money and making him, I believe, the highest-paid quarterback in the league mm-hmm. uh, or top three at least. And uh, so with that being said, I mean, you definitely have to give credit where it's due this season in terms of him, you know, being able to maintain this level of success. Cause we've seen so many times players have a good season. They get paid, you know, 50 million, a hundred million over like three, five years, whatever the case may be. And then they kind of fall apart. So for him to be able to maintain his level of play last season is uh, definitely special. 
Yeah, and it's kind of funny because Josh Allen's fifth for me. And, you know, Josh Allen, I think, in terms of just talent too, like this guy has maybe the best arm in the NFL. Like, I mean, it would be him, Patrick Mahomes, and like Justin Herbert, Aaron Rodgers for me. But it's just this guy, what he's been able to do this season. Like, you know, last season a lot of people thought that he kind of had a fluke year. But I think what we've seen from Josh Allen is – I don't think it was that much of a fluke. I mean, you're looking at the numbers, 34 passing touchdowns, you know, his interceptions is high. I mean, it's the same thing with Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford had uh, 15 touchdowns. Justin Herbert's got 14. So like, you know, the interceptions have been high for a lot of people, but you know, Josh Allen has, has been a great quarterback. And I think in terms of just like his talent and ability, like I was saying, like his arm is fantastic. I think that Patriots game, I was saying this, like, probably one of the best quarterback games I've seen this year. Like Josh Allen really put it together and he's been having a really good stretch. The Falcons game was a little, you know, bad. I think he had three interceptions in that game, but he had a couple of Russian touchdowns to kind of make up for it. And even like leading into that, like even I think Russians an important stat too for quarterbacks, like Josh Allen's had 700 rushing yards and I think eight Russian touchdowns. So you can even add that on to, his 34 passing touchdowns and his 4,168 passing yards. And, you know, his QBR is, I believe it's top, it's, it's number six right now. So like Josh Allen has been great this season. And I just thought what he's been able to do for the bills, you know, having them at 10 wins, you know, a little bit of a down year for the bills compared to last year, but he's been great. And he's been, he was great last year. Um, And I think the talent just really, you know, is another added bonus for him being in my top five. I just, I, I couldn't put him outside the top five. It was tough. I mean, Kyler Murray, I think, could be in that conversation. There's a lot of quarterbacks that could be in that top five, but I just went with Josh Allen just because I've been impressed from what I've seen from him this season. Dude, like, you make a good point. Josh Allen is so underrated as a rusher. It's not even funny, man. Like, I think when, when you think of rushing quarterbacks – you think of uh, Jackson, Lamar Jackson. You think of maybe Kyler Murray. You you don't really think of Josh Allen in that category, but he's arguably even better than them at rushing. I mean, 700 yards this season, that's crazy. Like, I mean, that's I think that's probably third or fourth most all-time for a, a quarterback in a season. It's definitely in the top five or six. It's up, I know it's that. And like – yeah. I mean, so, and he's been able to do this consistently every year. And I remember last week, I think I was facing somebody in fantasy football and they had Josh Allen going and I saw, I didn't see the rushing yards or the rushing touchdowns. So I was like, oh, he had three interceptions, 120 yards. Wow. He, he sucked. He must've had like, you know, negative two fantasy points, something like that. And I looked and I saw he had 17 or 18 fantasy points. So I was like, man, how is this even possible? And I saw, you know, eight rushing yards and two touchdowns. And I'm like, wow, dude, that's, that's crazy. So whenever he has a bad game throwing, he makes it up with his legs. Yeah. And I think that's what makes him a special quarterback. Yeah. And Josh, yeah, Josh Allen is an underrated rusher at the quarterback position. Like he's not as fast as Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, and maybe he doesn't put on a lot of spin moves, juke moves. Like he's not as shifty, but you know, he's a big guy and I've seen him hurdle multiple people before. Like I've seen clips of him doing that. So he's a great athlete. He's big, you know, kind of more so like, in that Cam Newton type of, you know, Russian quarterback, um, like Jalen Hurts, like those types of guys is kind of where Josh Allen is. And like, that's just such an underrated aspect of his game because, I mean, even scrambling, Josh Allen is able to throw the ball on, you know, off platform and different angles just because he's able to do that. Like, 
that just makes you a really talented quarterback. And like, I just keep going on to that Patriots game, but I saw him do that multiple times in that game, you know, and it was just, he's a, he's a special talent. So I couldn't not have him in my top five. I thought, you know, five was probably a good spot. So all right, you, you got your number five, that's Josh Allen. So for me, um, I put Justin Herbert there at number five, you know, Justin Herbert, I mean, I've raved about him since his rookie season. I'm a big Justin Herbert guy uh, in almost every category of QBR, whether it's, uh, I believe, PAA, which is like uh, it's like QBR adjusted based on how much better a quarterback's playing than the average quarterback, quote unquote average. I don't I have no idea how they calculate yeah, yeah, this. Yeah. Statistic. He's number one in that category, I believe. It's either him or Tom Brady and QBR. He's number one, I believe, in, in almost every QBR metric. He's number one. And I mean, it's well-deserved, you know, he's another guy that can get things done with his legs when he needs to. And uh, he's also led the league in fourth quarter comebacks this season. So I found that really impressive. And it's like, you know, with the, for instance, like the Steelers game, you know, Chargers blew like a 13 point lead with like a few minutes left in that game. And just like that, Justin Herbert goes down the field and and scores a touchdown and uh, gets the Chargers in a position to win the game again. So it's just I've seen this happen so many times with Justin Herbert, and this is why I would probably argue that he's the most in entertaining quarterback to watch in the NFL right now on any given week, which I did not expect this coming out of college for him. I, I don't think he did either, but he's been able to live it up uh, every single week and, and just make things entertaining. So even his bad games, I mean, there's quarterbacks who are in their bad games, you know, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. It's like I never see that from him. He always at least has one touchdown or – one interception, you know, on his bad games and maybe like 250, 300 yards. And that's considered a bad game for him. And that's a really good sign. And I think speaking of guys who have been able to hit a hundred touchdowns uh, the quickest, I think he's so far, he's played what, you know, 30, 31 games. I'm pretty sure. Um, so with that being said, I'm pretty sure he's going to hit a hundred touchdowns. I think he's at like 60, 67, 68, something like that by next season, probably, you know, maybe, 12, 13 games in, that's going to put him right up there in that uh, top five quarterbacks in terms of quickest to hit 100 touchdowns uh, in their career. So, I mean, that's really impressive. And I think I think he has a bright future. And I will say this right now as a bold prediction. If I had to make a, a, a huge prediction right now, who is going to make the Super Bowl next year? I'm saying the Chargers are going to be in the Super Bowl next year. You heard it here first. Okay. All right. Everybody clip that. Yeah, dude, watch them end up like watch Justin Herbert like tear his ACL week one, man. Like, <laughs> one and sixteen. Don't even. I'll be so mad. Don't put that out there, man. Um, Justin Herbert's four for me, and he's just look. I mean, he does something almost every single week that just makes me get up off my seat. Like, I remember um, who were they playing? I forget what team they were playing. Uh, Might have been Browns. Are you talking about the Browns game? No, but he had one – it might have been the Raiders or Broncos. It might have been the Broncos. I don't know. But he had this one pass that, like, a defender was – he, like, scrambled out to the right of – you know, the right of the pot of the pocket to the right, and he had a defender, like, chasing him from the back. He throws the ball, like, launches it, like, 60, like, yards, you know, through the air while getting hit from behind and delivers, like, a perfect pass, I think, to, like, Jalen Guyton. I forget what team it was, but it was like one of the best throws I've ever seen. Like it was, it was just crazy. Like he just shows the arm strength, the touch while getting pressured and, you know, rolling out to his right. It was some like something absolutely crazy. Like he's just able to, you know, throw the ball from, you know, 
uh, one side of the field to the to another. Like if he was on the you know scramble to the right, he can throw it to the left side of the field. Um, you know he's able to just thread the needle. I mean this guy is absolutely you know a great quarterback. His interceptions is high this season, but like I've said, I feel like a lot of these quarterbacks their interceptions have been really high this season. Um, but I think Justin Herbert, like he's probably. I would say that he's the best young quarterback in football. If you want to consider Patrick Mahomes there, then like, yeah, you know, you know, it's those guys like Josh Allen or Kyle Murray. If you want to consider them young quarterbacks, like I would put them there, but Justin Herbert's just been absolutely special. Um, It's, it's unbelievable watching him play football and he's just able to, you know, just play super well. I think he's third in QBR. Um, His DVOA is high. Um, This guy is just, a special talent and you just see it every single week. It's every week. Justin Herbert makes a throw that just is absolutely incredible. And like some of the throws he makes would be like a career highlight for some quarterbacks. Like he does it every single week and it's just special. And, you know, I'm, I'm just, I know a, an MVP is going to be in his future. I would even say as soon as next year, like, I think, Justin Herbert getting an MVP award in his third season in the NFL would not be a shock to me. So I don't know what the MVP odds are for next year, if they've come out yet, but maybe I'll put some money on Justin Herbert winning that award, because I really do think that, you know, his third season in the NFL, he can do it. And, you know, he's just, he's just great. I can't say enough about him. So I would, I had him at four, but I just don't think he's better than these next three guys that we're going to talk about. I think in the top three. Yeah, like if the Chargers defense takes a massive step forward, which I believe they can, I really do believe in their head coach, Brandon Staley. I think, you know, their their strategy of going for it on fourth down, it, it is definitely like something I've never seen before. I I mean, that's another thing we could talk about, man, just the fourth downs and the way that teams have been able to execute it this year. You know, I have a statistic here. So in, in 2019, there was 595 attempts on fourth down. Uh, last year, 658. And this this year, through 16 games so far, 734. So, um, I mean, you can see that obviously it's gone up and I, I love this trend. It's definitely been incredible. And I mean, the Lions and the Chargers are, have been at the forefront of it. So, yeah. um, you know, I think this defense can take a massive leap forward under, you know, the guidance of Brandon Staley. And um, I have faith in that. And obviously their offense is very unique and extremely talented. Austin Eckler is arguably the best pass catching running back in the NFL right now. So I think with that being said, that's why I'm so confident that they're going to make the Super Bowl next year. So I'm ready to say I'm ready to start putting that out there. But uh, anyways, before we change the topic, you know, have you ever seen that like that short video clip where there's like a reporter and he's talking to, you know, Justin Herbert asking questions. He's like, hey, so, uh, you know, have you like began, you know, lifting weights? And he's like, correct. I have. And then, you know, the, he kind of like takes like a pause and then he's like, what? Like, it doesn't look like it, you know, <laughs> it's, it's so funny. It's one of the funniest clips I've seen of, of any football player ever. So check that out if you haven't yet. Yeah, remember, I remember Justin Herbert's first game in the NFL. It was against the Chiefs when he had to come in for Tyrod Taylor. And like he like trucked a Chiefs player and the guy like basically just bounced off of him. And like Justin Herbert was was fine. And I think the other guy got injured after trying to like make a tackle on him. So dude, Justin Herbert's a big guy, man. He's, he's like, like six, six, six thirty. Yeah, he's a big dude. Like, you know, it may not look like that he's muscular, but he's got a big, you know, big frame. So he's a big guy. And 
you know, the type of athlete that he is, you know, making these off platform throws, even as a runner, he's not bad. Like he's got some, a little bit of wheels on him. He's just a great quarterback, but I think me and Noah, these top, the top three that we're going to have is probably consensus top three. I think. So by the way, real quick, my four is Joe Burrow. I have him listed that high. And whoa, whoa. Okay. Hold on. Now we got something interesting. All right. All right. The reason being is you brought up the statistic, but the amount of times that he's been sacked, and to be able to do what he's been able to do for a franchise that has been decimated with uh, depression and disappointment over the last 10, five to 10 years is, uh, you know, incredible. And I think at this point of time, I'm not going to say it's going to happen this season, but definitely by next season, I think that they are going to win a playoff game finally, which is something that they have not done in a very long time. I I don't believe they did under Andy Dalton. Uh, am I wrong about that? Uh, uh, we'll uh, fact check no, that later. I know they didn't under Marvin Lewis, so, you know, he was there for a long time. So, anyways, with that being said, I think Joel Burrow definitely has the talent to be able to do that. And it's not like I think he's that much better than Justin Herbert. I mean, if somebody were to ask me five weeks ago who I thought was better, I would have said Justin Herbert. And, I mean, if I see Justin Herbert have five touchdowns this week and I see Joe Burrow kind of struggle this week, I think my answer is going to flip-flop. It's yeah, like these two guys. I can't do that. Like, I don't – I don't hate guys for me are interchangeable. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate that, but I'll say this. I'll say Joe Burrow, I think, is rising on the list at the rate that he's going. But to put him above Justin Herbert to me, it seems crazy. I'm gonna that's disagree. fair. Oh, that's that's fair. That's, that's I fair. Was, I, like I was I'm not even kidding. I was I was sitting there for like five, ten minutes contemplating which one of these I should put um before the other. Because for weeks I've said is better than, than Joe Burrow, and I kind of flip-flopped on this list. So, yeah, that, that's on me now. I, I take blame with that. Okay. I don't hate it. I mean, it's close. Like, I would say – I don't know if I don't know how close it is. So, you disagree with uh, Jason Pombo because he actually just put an article on the Daily Goat website on this exact topic between Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow, and you took Justin Herbert, which I agreed with him. All right, I'm checking that out after this because I yeah, read again, it. I don't really have, like, a firm, firm opinion on this because, again, uh-huh. like, it's – it's, I think it's close. The one thing that did it for me, again, was his sacks. The, the fact that Joe Burrow's been sacked so much and he's still been able to do what he's been able sure. to do. Sure, no. And like I said, I think Joe Burrow is rising on the list. But to put him in, in the top five, I feel like is a little bit crazy right now. I think he can eventually get there, but I'm not going to say right now. I think Justin Herbert, I think his body of work has been better. And I think, you know, if you want to say this season, I feel like it's been kind of close, but I think Justin Herbert has proven more, I think, than Joe Burrow has. Um, I think Justin Herbert has, I think, more talent than Joe Burrow. But I think Joe Burrow is rising on this list, though. That's why I had him at, at uh, what I have him at, eight. like Because I think that he's only going to be getting better, and I feel like that he could eventually crack that top five, but I'm not going to say that now. So with all of that... Without any further ado, who you got at number three? Because this is where it really gets interesting. Oh, man. Yeah, it, it, this is where it gets interesting because you can – I think this these three are interchangeable. Like, these, I think, are the top three quarterbacks in the NFL. But if we're going off of this season, I'm going to say Patrick Mahomes is the third best quarterback in the NFL. Um, I think, you know, Patrick Mahomes, it's been a down year, quote-unquote, for him, which is kind of crazy to say that. And he's still having a really good year. Like the fact that we're saying that that Patrick Mahomes is having a down year and he's thrown 35 touchdowns 
4,569 passing yards and is, you know, in terms of his DVOA is, you know, top is uh, seventh in the NFL. Um, You know, you look at his EPA and completion over expected. He's third in the NFL. His, his EPA overall is second in the NFL. Like the fact that they're, that we're saying that Patrick Mahomes is having a down year and he's been this good still says a lot of how good he is. And Chiefs have have 11 wins right now and they've won the AFC West. Like, it's been, you know, it's been a, an up and down season, but like now you're really starting to see Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs turning up and they just lost to the Bengals, but this is still a really good team. And I think Mahomes, you know, can't say enough about him and how fun he is to watch. I mean, the guy throws no look passes, you know, on occasion, the guy's got an unbelievable arm and, you know, he's got great weapons in Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill, but I think in terms of this season and what we've seen from the two guys that have been above him, I would put Patrick Mahomes at three and it's not even a knock against him. Like I keep saying it, but like, we're saying that this is a down year for him and he's still thrown 35 touchdowns to 13 interceptions and over 4,500 passing yards. And there's a 66.6 completion percentage and his QBR is fifth in the NFL. Like the guy's absolutely incredible, but I, I would put him at three for based off of this season alone. You know, I feel like I don't really have anything much more to add. I have him at number three as well. It's just what more is there to say about this guy? You know, quickest ever to to hit 100 touchdowns in his career. Only needed 39 games to do it. The next quickest was Dan Marino, I believe, with 43 games. So, I mean, this, this guy is just – what he's been able to do is incredible. And I, I have nothing more to say. So, with that being said, uh, my number two – is and again, this is so hard. But I, I put Aaron Rodgers. I have Aaron Rodgers oh. instead of Tom Brady. We have, but a you have it reversed. We have a disagreement now. All right. I would have said like three or four weeks ago that Tom Brady would have been ahead of Aaron Rodgers, but I think Aaron Rodgers is really starting to close in on this MVP race. I think Aaron Rodgers is the favorite right now, in my opinion. So that's why I put Aaron Rodgers over Tom Brady. And we'll get to the advanced statistics, but I just want to see why you have him at two and Tom Brady at one. I mean, one thing, again, like I can't really think in my head how much this would probably change over the last week. But I know last week when I checked out the statistics, I saw Tom Brady had nearly a thousand more passing yards than than Aaron Rodgers. Uh, That's one reason, I think. Just seeing what Tom Brady did last week, I mean, Antonio (laughs) – Dude, the Antonio Brown. <laughs> like, I don't know how we didn't touch on that yet, but dude, I, it's just this guy. I mean, I feel bad for him, man. He, he like had a mental breakdown in the middle of a game, just started running, and then in the end zone. Dude, I didn't even see any of this happen. So I was traveling on a bus, and I didn't have reception. So by the time I ended up reaching my destination, which was like a two-hour bus ride, I I ended up you know putting on the game on my phone, and I uh, you know I got a few texts from Jason. He's like, dude, did you see what Antonio Brown did? And I'm like. <laughs> now, like, I, what, what happened? Did he, like, tear his ACL or something? And then, you know, I, I just typed in Antonio Brown, and I just – I see him dancing in the end zone, and I'm like, what the – without a shirt, I'm like, what the heck? Just – what is going on? Really here? Talk about Anyways, that. my main point of Tom, is Tom Brady, and it's just the respect that Tom Brady has won for me. It's not a knock on Aaron Rodgers at all. It's just the fact that Tom Brady has – I mean, they were down by, like, 14 to the Jets, and then they lost Antonio Brown. I think with any other team, any other quarterback – would have been like, well, I mean, we lost. 
my arguably the best uh, pass catcher right now and just ended up quitting on the team. I mean, yeah, Chris yeah. Godwin has a torn ACL. Um, I don't believe Mike Evans played last week. Correct me he if did. I'm wrong. He did. But he did? Yeah. Okay, so then his second best receiver. Yeah. So with that being said, like, I think, you know, with all those factors and Tom Brady was still able to come back and win the game basically without any effort, it's just – I think it's just so impressive. And he has more touchdowns than Aaron Rodgers at this point. He has more interceptions too, but I think it's it's not so much about touchdowns or interceptions. It's more so just about what what Tom Brady has been able to do for the Bucks in general. But then again, I guess you can make the same uh, the same argument for Aaron Rodgers because we saw what Jordan Love is. So Yeah, I mean, I went with Aaron Rodgers just because, I mean – Look, the Packers have won the most games in the NFL. Um, Aaron Rodgers' touchdown to interception ratio, I mean, that's impressive. 35 touchdowns and four picks. Um, that, to me, is just absolutely incredible. Um, and, yeah, you know, Aaron Rodgers has less touchdowns and in, in passing yards than Tom Brady. But also Tom Brady has thrown 170 more passes. So I think that also kind of plays a factor in it. Aaron Rodgers missed the game. Um, so that, I think that also kind of played a factor in it. But I think Aaron Rodgers has just been more efficient than Tom Brady. I think Aaron Rodgers has been more consistent than Tom Brady this season. And then you look at, like, the advanced statistics. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is pretty much first in every category. Like, QBR, he's first. EPA, he's first. DVOA, he's first. EPA uh, plus completion percentage over expected first. Aaron Rodgers has been, you know, I mean, the guy has been incredible. And, like, he just won the MVP last season. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he's – we say Tom Brady's 44 years old. Aaron Rodgers is 38, and he's doing, you know, just as good. You know, it's it's absolutely incredible to watch. I mean, even passer rating, Aaron Rodgers is ahead of Tom Brady. And Tom Brady's all the way down to eighth in that category. Look, I mean – it was just, it was pretty clear cut for me that Aaron Rodgers was better than Tom Brady, but I just feel like I had Tom Brady as my MVP, like when I did the show with uh, Pombo and Dylan, because I just thought Tom Brady had a better res- resume at that point. But Aaron Rodgers has really, I think, started to take a stronghold of this race. I mean, look, I mean, Aaron Rodgers has thrown, I probably since that episode, I mean, Aaron Rodgers has thrown like 12 touchdowns to zero interceptions. Aaron Rodgers hasn't thrown an interception since week 10, um, which is kind of crazy to think about against Seattle. Um, That's the last time Aaron Rodgers has thrown an interception. And two of his interceptions out of his four were from that first game of the season. So he's only thrown two interceptions since then. So it it just really shows how good Aaron Rodgers has been this season. With, again, only really Devontae Adams to show for. I mean, Alan Lazard, he's not that great. Marcus Valdez-Scanton is really not that great. Robert Tunyon, a guy who had double-digit touchdowns last season, is out for the season. Um, yo, yo, don't, don't forget about uh, the GOAT Mercedes Lewis. <laughs> the GOAT Mercedes Lewis. He's been a good one. He's been in the league since, like, 2006, bro. Like, that's Isn't crazy. crazy. And you have to think about this, too, with Aaron Rodgers. Like, I know Tom Brady – you know, losing Chris Godwin's a big deal, but Aaron Rodgers has not had his best offensive lineman at all this season, David Boxiari. Jair Alexander on the defense hasn't played, like, much time this season. He's been on the IR. So there's been some other offensive linemen who have been injured this season. You know, it's – I just think Aaron Rodgers has had to overcome more than Tom Brady, but 
it's close. I mean, Tom Brady's my number two, Aaron Rodgers is my number one, but I just think that Aaron Rodgers has kind of started to pull away from this MVP race. So I went with Aaron Rodgers being better than Tom Brady right now in the NFL. You know, I don't know if this has ever happened, but then I don't, I don't think this is going to happen this year. I do think there's only going to be one MVP winner. I would be totally okay if they split the MVP and there's co-MVPs this year. I mean, I, I think that would be highly, highly, highly unlikely because I think there's like so many tiebreakers in terms of first place votes, second place votes, third place votes, all that, you know, ranked together by uh, NFL analysts. So I don't think that's really possible, but it's just, I have a very hard time deciding because, I mean, that is really convincing. I didn't really take the other 170 passes that Tom Brady's thrown into that consideration. And also, you, you brought up uh, Aaron Rodgers and, you know, his, his interception. It's, this is probably one of the most wild statistics I've, I've seen. Aaron Rodgers has 447 touchdowns in his career and 93 interceptions. And if that's not enough, the last time he threw 10 or more, so that is double-digit interceptions in a season – was 2010. It's remarkable. It's just, dude, it's I, I, honestly, as a Lions fan, I hate I'm about to say this. I, I genuinely hope he wins a Super Bowl this year because I feel like him winning one, it's like it's like if Peyton Manning only won one in his career, even though the second one, there's an argument that he didn't really deserve it that specific season. Peyton Manning definitely deserved two, and that's why I don't really like take away that Super Bowl from him. It's like Aaron Rodgers 100% deserves at least two Super Bowls in his career. And I feel bad, you know, that he hasn't really gone it done, even though there's a lot of people out there that don't like Aaron Rodgers. I think, you know, you can't take it away from this guy. You know, he's been so consistent, doesn't doesn't turn the ball over. And it, he's just been a beast since the time he entered the league. It's crazy. I mean, that statistic is absolutely wild to me. I mean, you look at some of the quarterbacks who have, you know, double digit interceptions. I mean, even Tom Brady's got double digit interceptions this season, like. And Aaron Rodgers has just been able to limit himself only to throwing four picks. Like two of them came in the first week of the NFL season and he's only thrown two more since then. So it just says a lot of how good he's been and his team's been the best in the NFL. The Packers have 13 wins. The Packers have a first round bye and have home field advantage in the playoffs. Like this could be the year. And I remember when we did our preseason, you know, picks, I think I said the Packers were going to win the Super Bowl. So Hopefully, did, yeah. yeah, so hopefully my pick comes to fruition. I would have not expected Aaron Rodgers to go back-to-back in the MVP race, though. I really thought there'd be some other guys that'd step up, but, I mean, that that guy is just – what a what an unbelievable season he's had. I mean, it's 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 special. And, you know, even if, and if he played that Kansas City game, I mean, who knows? Like, who knows what he could have had stat-wise in that game? And, you know, he could have won that game for the Packers, so – it's crazy. It's just crazy to think of that. And I just think what Aaron Rodgers has been doing has been more impressive, I think, than what Tom Brady has been doing. And I think the advanced statistics kind of uh, show that as well. You know, like with Tom Brady, though, I just, uh, you know, I want to say this. If you would have told me 10 years ago, if you would have told 13-year-old Tom Brady hating Noah that Tom Brady would still be at least a top two quarterback in terms of current talent 10 years from there, at the age of 44 years old, I don't know what I would have done, but I definitely would have not thought you were, you know, telling the truth. I mean, I mean dude, that's, even, that's as a, even as a Patriots fan, I don't know if I would have believed that because what he's doing is unlike anything we've ever seen before. Like he's one of one. We've never seen a, a player be this good at this age, especially in, in football where, 
I mean, the wear and tear that you go through, how hard the sport is, playing the hardest position in the NFL, all the hits you take, like all the mental, you know, capacity that it takes. And you even need some athletic ability, him able to keep his arm strength as high as it is. You know, it's absolutely incredible. I mean, think of Drew Brees, think of Peyton Manning, think of these guys before him, you know, who faltered and really saw their arm strength, you know, deteriorate. Tom Brady has been able to still have a really good arm and, you know, be really good. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see who wins the MVP award, but I really do feel like Aaron Rodgers is starting to pull away a little bit now. It'll be close though. It'll be interesting. And it's crazy that we're in the year 2022 and we're still talking about Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady being the best two quarterbacks in the NFL. Just crazy. Yeah. uh, It's 2022. I kind of forgot about that. Welcome back to roughing the basket in 2022. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, But dude, like this is another crazy statistic about Tom Brady. I feel like we could just have a whole show dedicated to Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, but this is the first time these last two seasons, Tom Brady threw for what? 40, 42, 44 touchdowns last year, something like that. Well, this is the first time ever that Tom Brady has thrown for a back-to-back 40 touchdown seasons in his career. Never done that with New England. And he's done that at the age of 43 and 44 years old, man. Like, the legend of Tom Brady just keeps growing. The legend of Aaron Rodgers just keeps growing. And with that, I'm going to I'm gonna ask you another, uh, another question and put you on the spot here. Okay. Do you think – because I've heard some rumors circulating that Aaron Rodgers is highly contemplating – retirement after this season do you think that's true do you think that he's gonna retire so what i've seen is i've actually seen the reports that him and the packers have actually started to be able to patch things up a little bit too um i think they're being more you know uh favorable towards him and letting him you know hear on decisions and stuff like that so it's good the packers are doing the right thing I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to retire. I, I would be surprised. I mean, the rate that he's going at right now, I mean, would you want to retire if you're at the top of your game right now? I'm not sure. But then again, he's an interesting guy. Like, you know, there's some things that – that's something that I feel like would probably be in the, in the realm of possibility. I don't think it will happen personally. Um, I think I would put more money on him going to another team than that. But I do think – I honestly feel like that he might be a Packer next season. I, I really do. Um, I think of you You just see the reports and you just think – you just see how – I think how happy he's been too. Like, I think he really likes this team. I think, you know, ownership is in uh, – you know, upper management is starting to, you know, listen to more of the, some of the things he has to say. And maybe the whole him not being vaxxed thing could – be something that you know could come into consideration I don't know uh details of that situation whether or not the Packers knew or not but I think what we've seen though is from what I've seen in terms of reports that he's starting to you know uh feel more comfortable with the team and I think he's starting to like the situation more it's I'm not going to rule it out because it's Aaron Rodgers and we've seen him say and do some kind of crazy things recently, but I'm going to say no. And I think that he returns and I think I'm going to put my money on him returning to the Packers. If you would have asked me that a month ago, I probably would have said he wouldn't have retired, but I think he would have gone to a different team. I think he's actually going to return to Green Bay. I do. I'm going to ask you the same question about Tom Brady because 
you know, so I was looking at his contract status and the way that his contract was kind of broken down is actually really interesting. So for last season, he was owed $25 million for this season. He's getting paid $41 million. Most he's made in his career by far. I mean, Tom Brady's probably the most unselfish quarterback in the game in terms of trying to get other talent, you know, giving up money to do so. But um, next season, supposedly he's only owed about $9 million next season. So, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't think Tom Brady is going to leave. I think that would be pretty crazy, but you know, it's definitely interesting that we're having this conversation of who's going to retire first, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. And Tom Brady has six more years on Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, it's definitely, definitely something to keep our eyes, look, uh, our eyes on going forward. When do you think Tom Brady's going to retire? It's a serious question. I'm going to put my money on 45. So I think next year might be his last year. I do. And it's crazy to say that, but I don't know. I mean, you, you really don't know because like what he said before is, Oh, I'll retire until I suck. But I think what keeps him going is he sees that he's better than most of the guys ever. in the NFL right now. He's better than ever. Yeah. And he's better than ever. And like, I don't know. I mean, 45, I feel like that's a good number for him to retire at, but who knows? Like, I mean, if he, if he wins another Super Bowl this year, like, could he retire? Maybe, but I just think 45 for him is probably a safe number. I feel like, but I mean, we never know. Like Tom Brady could be playing three years from now, which is crazy, but who knows, right? Like it, it's crazy just to see, you know, these court, like quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady be able to sustain this level of excellence for as long as they've had. Absolutely incredible. Like even in NBA, LeBron James is doing the same thing. Um, you know, in hockey, like Wayne Gretzky did it for a long time. Like it, it just shows that these guys are like different breeds and like, it's just, who knows? But if I were to put my money on who retires first, that's a tough one. Something tells me they would, would retire at the same time. I All right. You know, I'm going to say, I'm going to say three years for both of them. I'm, I never thought in a million years I would say 47 for Tom Brady, but it's just like, okay. I just, I think, I mean, what does he have to prove at this point? He has nothing to prove. Obviously he's the go he's done. He's broken literally every single record there is to break that is possible for him to break. You know, at this point, there's nothing more for him to prove. He's honestly just doing it because he loves the game. Then I think that speaks a lot of volume about him. So I, I don't see if, it, if he's still having fun doing it, I don't see why he would quit unless he's secretly in like a ton of pain. He's just not saying anything to the media, which he has done before. So, yeah, I mean, even last season, I think he was dealing with um, something in his knee or something or his leg or foot. I don't know what it was. It was a lower body injury and he had to get surgery and like, you know, and he was able to win a Super Bowl for Tampa Bay. So who knows? Um, I think it's just a privilege for us to be able to watch these guys and even these guys we were talking about earlier, like Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, like these guys are next in line. And it's it's just crazy to think about, you know, the future of the NFL and like like even even Big Ben Roethlisberger, like even like I don't know if he was ever considered a top quarterback in the NFL, but the season that, you know, the career that he had, like, you know, these guys are starting to go out the door. Drew Brees going out the door, but the new generation of the NFL is quickly approaching us and it's great that these old heads like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are still kicking it and really playing well and just kind of proving everybody wrong. So it's exciting. And, you know, 
it was it was fun ranking these top 10 quarterbacks too like it's hard like trust me like if we were to talk about like a whole body of work and like their career up since this point like it, it was gonna be a lot different but that was our yeah, Russell Wilson would have been in the top five 100%. even like Deshaun Watson would have been in that list and he's had some stuff going on but he's when he's been on the field he's been great um Lamar Jackson if he wasn't having a bad season I think he would have been on that list too like it just it changes it definitely changes the perspective, but it's hard though. Like ranking quarterbacks, like you have to take a lot of it into consideration. So it was tough. Definitely, but next week we're definitely going to go over more so of uh, the current events in the NFL. Yep. I mean, next season it actually wraps up, which is crazy. We're approaching the playoffs, so we'll have some playoff picks, some some predictions, and also just a uh, season in review, kind of wrapping it up, kind of like what we did today in terms of wrapping up the season for quarterbacks and ranking them. I mean, we're definitely going to have some, some rankings and some, uh, maybe some surprises next week as well. Absolutely. But thank you guys for listening in to this first episode of the new year, big year for us coming ahead for roughing the basket and the day we go. But for now, make sure you follow us on Twitter at rough the basket. You can follow us on Instagram at rough the basket. You can follow me on Twitter at bcar underscore 13, and you can follow Noah on Instagram at nburnt37. Noah, what do you want to leave the people off with here? The Detroit Pistons, who are like 6-27 and 27 right now, beat the defending champions. Just want to throw that out there. So, Look at that, Kate yeah. Cunningham. Kay Cunningham. And I think, what, what is Sadiq Bey or Isaiah Stewart, one of those two guys had a big oh, game? Sadiq Bey, bro, he's been going off. I mean – Throughout the season, he's been averaging like 34% like on, on shooting. He's been he's been shooting terribly. But over the last few games, he's starting to actually put it together. He's up to, I think he's up to like 38% shooting now. Just over the last four games, he's been like super accurate. So props to him. There we go. And, you know, the big one for the Troy Pistons. But thank you guys for listening to Rough in the Basket today. And we will see you guys next week. Peace out. <laughs>